everybody you're tuned in to another episode of the flea flicker show we are your host brett and dre uh we drop new episodes every wednesday and friday in the nfl season subscribe on youtube and wherever you get your podcasts follow us on social media at flea flicker show dre tell them what the fuck we got going on what's going on everybody yeah so we got the wild card preview pod and it's going to be pretty awesome we got six games to cover and uh there they there's some really cool storylines to be honest in here and uh, i'm pretty pumped to see what's going on but before we talk about any of that we have a guest in this episode welcome into the show lj but thank you guys it's an honor to be here i appreciate it give you a little bit of my takes for this wild wild card weekend coming up um but yeah happy to be here yeah welcome in buddy you handsome devil um just so everyone knows he is a dentist he is single and he is musically talented he's going to be making our jingle for the pod um like I said, this is the year of the perfect storylines for every game. The script writers were just, they've gone over like out of control this year. Uh, they yeah. made everything perfect and it's going to be wild, man. Yeah, there's a few games this week where it's just like, uh, how is that even possible that that is how things shook shook out? Um, I mean, in my mind, there's three that pop out right away. Browns, Texans, Packers, Cowboys, Rams, Lions. But um, we'll get into them. Uh, if you want to start this off, uh, give us the intro to the games here, Dre. Yeah, dude. Uh, obviously, the Ravens and the 49ers will not be playing. They both get a well-deserved rest this week. But the rest of the playoff field is going to be at war this weekend and Monday. And, uh, yeah, let's get right into them, man. The first game on the on the on the what ballot, I guess the first game Saturday at four thirty, we got the Brownies heading to Houston to take on the Texans, and you said it already. This one's got a big, um, big script with it uh, already. Uh, Deshaun Watson was traded from the Texans to the Browns just a few years ago, uh, with the Browns expecting to immediately become better, and the Texans, you know, they were in a state of disarray. But now things have changed for both squads. Deshaun Watson obviously will be on the sidelines, but it's just crazy that Houston is meeting him in the playoffs with his replacement in C.J. Stroud. And Stroud, honestly, I think there's an argument that he's looked better in his rookie year than Deshaun Watson ever did. Yeah. Uh, I mean, 4,000 passing yards his rookie season is nothing to scoff at. And uh, Stroud, the savior uh, in, in Houston is going to be leading them to greener pastures. And um, I think it's going to be an excellent game. I think the both defenses are performing at a high level right now. And it'll be fun to see the vet and Flacco versus the young kid and Stroud. So uh, I'm going to go with CJ Stroud in this game. I think he's going to ball out uh, against that defense. Uh, the Singletary, Singletary and the run game are performing as well. Nico Collins and CJ Stroud have a huge connection. Uh, they've made, made the comment before about how Collins was at Michigan and Stroud was at Ohio State, but that doesn't come up in any other conversation uh, because they just don't care. They, they have an agreement to never speak about it in college, about college and all all that matters is the NFL from here on out. Yeah, it's too bad we're not going to get to see Tank Dell in the playoffs. Uh, but oh. this game this game should be really good. I'm interested in LJ's take before I make my pick, though. Well, I agree with Fred. The, Houston, the, the Texans really have something going, especially for the future. But the, the Browns had a little resurgence with Joe Flacco there. You know, looked like Joe Flacco of old a little bit, especially hooking up with Amari Cooper, who I had in fantasy, and had that one week that he just obliterated the entire the entire game for me which was great um but with the ball rolling and kind of the texans going their 
with the Texans, I think it's going to go their way for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, I agree with both of you guys. Uh, I don't, I don't really want everyone to pick the Texans though. That's kind of sad for Brownie fans, but honestly, I fucking hate the Browns for the whole Deshaun Watson thing anyway. So I am also going to take the Texans in a nail biter though. I honestly think Joe Flacco. Yeah. He has been making strides. He's been the best Browns quarterback for that. They've seen since Baker left, honestly. And, uh, the only thing well, he was probably honestly better than Baker was for them. Yeah, there, there's definitely a debate for that. The only thing with Flacco is, though, that he he definitely makes mistakes. And I think the Texans are going to force some big mistakes out of him. And that's going to be the name of the game. I think they win off of a big interception from Flacco. Um, real quick, though, speaking of fantasy, LJ, did you did you come in last in both of our leagues? I, <laughs> I did not. No. Nope. Oh, okay. That's good. Nope. Not in Fred's league. I actually, I don't know how I didn't, but I beat Dylan and oh, was I Dylan the, the loser. Dylan, Dylan I don't know who the loser championship went to, but I am not the Sacco this year, at least. Not the, the double Sacco. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. So we both, all three of us are taking the Texans. We are. Yeah. Uh, and what's crazy with the Texans, uh, what's with the Texans is they could have the rook, offensive rookie of the year, the defensive rookie of the year, and head coach of the year all on the same team. They at least have candidates for all three. So that's pretty wild. And um, the Ryan's has them playing at a super high level. And it was int- so funny to see, like, when he was signed, all the fans were just chanting Miko because he used to play for the, the Texans and it was like a homecoming for him. But uh, it's a great story and I uh, love to see the Texans doing well. They're a fun team. Yeah, I agree with you for sure. Uh, it's going to be a good game and I'm pretty excited for it. But uh, let's move to Saturday night football in Kansas City. We got the Dolphins and the Chiefs. Another huge storyline and another huge game. Tyreek Hill traded from the Chiefs to the Dolphins just a few years ago. The Chiefs immediately win a Super Bowl the first year without Tyreek Hill, but now Tyreek is coming back to the Big Red to face his old friends. And listen, the Dolphins have a lot of injuries, so hopefully they can get everybody back at least to close to full health for this one because I want to see an absolute May Day game. You know, I don't think that was the right word, but I want to see a crazy game here. What do you guys think? <laughs> yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's a fun one. Uh, Tyreek is definitely going to be coming out to play. And uh, I was asked the other day, like, why why would why would the Chiefs trade him? Why would they trade somebody as good as Tyreek Kill? And it's, it was his decision. It was what he wanted. He wanted to be out of the Chiefs because, in his words, Travis Kelsey was attached to the hip at Mahomes with Mahomes, and he still is. Um, he didn't want to be option B. He didn't want to be one B. He wanted to be the guy and he was never going to be that in Kansas city. And now he is with the dolphins and the dolphins are arguably the better team here. So I'm going to go with the dolphins, despite them losing last week to the bills. I think they're a better team, especially if they're healthy right now, the chiefs are coming into the playoffs a little like limping a little bit. And I think that the dolphins can show out and upset the chiefs here at home. I like your take, man. LJ, what do you, what about you? I agree with Freddie, of course. <laughs> oh no! Actually, I don't even know what you picked Dre. <laughs> I, I just think yeah. Oh, okay. But yeah, I also agree with Freddie. Um, but you know, both teams are high octane offenses. We know that. Um, I think the main thing between them now is the difference in their defenses as well. And the, in, and those injuries, if they, if they come swinging, they'll swing hard, especially if they get their guys back. But I'm thinking with the, I'm thinking with the experience the chiefs have, they're going to, 
pull this one off for sure. Ooh, LJ going with the Chiefs. I like it. Mixing it up a little. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of agree with both of your takes. I, I the, the Chiefs have been disappointing, obviously, the past like month and a half. So um, hopefully they can get out of their way. I think playoff Mahomes is going to come out to play, though. I think they're going to make a huge game of it. But I just don't see Tyreek Hill letting this game go to the Chiefs. He's going to want to make a a huge game out of this. He's going to be playing with like his entire heart on the line here. And I think Tyreek Hill is going to get the last laugh. I'm going going to go with the Dolphins in an absolute shootout in this one. Yeah. And I think it will be a shootout. Um, If the Dolphins were healthy on defense, I think they might be able to slow down and stop the Chiefs offense, especially with how weak they are at receiver. But um, in that Bills game, they took a litany of injuries, uh, especially on the defensive side. Uh, their major pass rushers both got injured that game. And uh, if they can't make the Chiefs game, it's going to be all day passing for Patrick Mahomes. And as we've seen time and time again, if he has time in the pocket, he's going to make you pay. And uh, this game could be extremely high scoring, which is really good for NFL fans. Yeah, I agree. Taylor Swift, I assume, is going to be in attendance unless she's got some crazy event going on. So I think Travis Kelsey's going to be balling out. I also think... Travis Kelsey, this, if the Chiefs lose, I really do think this could be his last game. I do too. Um, it's very possible. And um, I think he could very likely retire. I think it's very possible and just ride off into the sunset with Taylor. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Tal- Talia, she, uh, once she, once she found out that Travis Kelsey wasn't playing in the Chiefs game, she was like, so he could have gone to the Golden Globe with Taylor. <laughs> There's still time, Travis. Go. You have those giant go, suits. Go, just go. get one out of your closet and put one on. It's like and a movie re- where the guy's like trying to race to get to the girl. <laughs> and then a reality TV show just comes out of this retirement. Uh, like, like Jay Cutler. <laughs> Got the Jay, Cutler. Yeah. Jay Cutler. We like Jay Cutler on this podcast. We really do. Smoking <laughs> yeah. Joe, man. We've talked about Smoking him quite Jay. a few times. He's fun. He's a fun guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you guys love he's, him. He's uh, chain smoking Ben Affleck. <laughs> Literally, and I feel like it would be a perfect J. Cole. We've already talked about that, but LJ, what do you think about Taylor Swift? Are you are you a Swifty? Um, I actually am not. I do love this blank space. Um, but that's about it. But when I did find out that Taylor Swift was dating Travis Kelsey, I'm like, oh god, everyone's gonna love the Chiefs now. (laughs) Everyone. Yeah, they got like they like doubled their fan base. is ridiculous they already mm-hmm. had a lot mm-hmm. but yeah let's move we're, we've, we've talked about taylor enough that's that's too much already let's move yeah. to sunday football this is like this is one that i'm going to be keeping a close eye i'm watching all of them obviously but this one before we get up. started before we get started oh. i want to jump back to the browns game real quick do you browns think they game. made the browns texans on the early slate because Joe Flacco is old and he was falling asleep at a night game on Thursday night? <laughs> no, no. I, I actually, I, I I was trying to predict what games were going to be played when, and I had the Browns and Texans here. I really think it's just because the uh, the Texans played early this uh, last week, and they just wanted to throw them in early this week as well. That's my guess, at least. I, I don't think it's I'm going to say it's for Flacco, because he was falling asleep on the sidelines Thursday. <laughs> There's a little time zone difference there too, right? I'm not sure how big, but he has yeah. what, like seven kids. <laughs> I have no idea how many kids he He's has. He's probably I very tired. Surprised. Having one kid, I'm very tired. So if if he has like seven, uh, I don't know how he's standing, let alone playing football. So um, well, you're you're also not a world class athlete like Joe Flacco. Um, I don't even think he remembers the kids' names. So <laughs> there's a lot going on. Uh, he was probably on a crap load of painkillers no. too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, was yeah. that? Was that all you needed? That to was say? it. 
I just want okay. to touch on All right. it. All right, yeah, All right. Joe Flacco. Anyway, Sunday. Let's move to the Sunday games. This one hits a little close to, I would think, all of our hearts because, uh, you know, we're from upstate New York originally. Um, but, yeah, Sunday at 1, we got the Steelers heading up to Buffalo to take on the Bills. I really want this to be a snow game. I don't think snow is coming, though, unfortunately for me as a fan of snow games. But, yeah, this one should be interesting. The Steelers, um, of course, had a huge injury. Uh, TJ Watt, I don't think, I'd be shocked if he was able to go for this game after uh, having that injury last week. Yeah. Do you remember what injury it was? Uh, I don't. I think he hurt his, I mean, I know it was a lower body injury, but I don't remember exactly what it was. I think um, it was with his knee, right? Something with his knee. Yeah. Was it like an MCL sprain or something? Yeah, I yeah. think it was a sprain. Either way, he's probably not playing this week. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if he does... I mean, he's he's a maniac, so he could play. He just could pop a few painkillers and go right in. But um, I wouldn't put it past him. But uh, without T.J. Watt, it'll be tough slotting for the Steelers' defense. He is the heart and soul of that defense and that team, really. So um, without him, I don't know what they're going to do. I don't buy Mason Rudolph doing much of anything against the Bills' defense. Mm-hmm. So um, okay. I think it's probably going to be unanimous across the board here. But I'm going Bills in this game. Uh, they're going to be my my hopeful here in the playoffs and um we'll get to the reasoning why uh later on in uh the late game slate but um yeah i'm going bills yeah i have a good feeling that also that we're all going to be going bills especially since i mentioned we're all from upstate uh like bills are our second team for like all of us um but yeah, I agree with you 100%. No TJ Watt's going to make this really hard for that Steelers defense. They're still good, but TJ Watt is literally the sack leader in the NFL. He's a Hall of Famer in waiting already. And I was going to say he would be able to force Josh Allen into making some mistakes because he's been very mistake prone this year. And you never know. Josh Allen could just be going crazy, throwing crazy picks in this one anyway. But without the leader on that defense, I got to trust Josh Allen and a good Bills defense <clears throat> to take care of business. Is is Mason Rudolph going to be starting? I assume so. I don't think they've said if he is going to over Kenny Pickett, though. Yeah, it'd be pretty weird, I think, for them to just start Kenny Pickett this week when Mason Rudolph started the last three games. And they had said, and they said, during the second start for Mason Rudolph, Kenny Pickett was able to play. And they were like, nah, you're going to be backup. And he straight up (laughs) said, no, I'm not going to be backup. So they just, he wasn't even active for the game. They said, all right, then don't shoot. So (laughs) I will. I will say for Kenny Pickett, though, he he did claim that that was a lie. He did claim that. I don't know if it was or not, but but he claimed it. But I mean, if, if it is not a lie, that could that could cause some turmoil in the offseason. Like, do they move on from Kenny Pickett? Do they trade him to a uh, a team that has pieces and just needs a decent quarterback that another team might think Kenny Pickett has what it takes and it's just not being realized in Pittsburgh? I don't know. But that's for an offseason discussion, I guess. Yeah, for sure. LJ, what's your take, man? Yeah, I mean, with the momentum they have with Rudolph, I don't see why he wouldn't keep on starting. But yeah, the TJ Watt injury is going to be big. Um, A big plus for the Bills, at least, especially with, you know, as you said, Dre, that, you know, Josh Allen's been um, mistake prone all throughout the season. I mean, he has been for the last couple of years, but I think I think with a little bit of an offense change that they had midseason, he might he might be a little bit better in the playoffs. You know, they mm-hmm. got to really hunker down. But with that high octane Bills offense that they have and the momentum that they have as well going into the playoffs, being AFC champs for what is this, their fourth, fifth year? AFC Something East like champs. That. So, you know, yeah, I, I think we're all in agreement that we'll 
we're going to give this one to the Bills. Yeah, yeah, all in agreement. Josh Allen, he's the type of player that he could literally just go crazy, kind of like Joe Flacco, Eli Manning playoff years, and take them all the way to the Super Bowl. Or he could just have a horribly bad game at any given moment and knock the Bills out of the playoffs. He's a wild yeah, I mean, back. Even just watching the game like against the Dolphins, the some of the decisions that Josh Allen made were very positive. Because, uh, I mean, the Dolphins, I mean, the Bills controlled that game. They should have won by a lot, but Josh Allen had three turnovers in Miami territory, two of which were inadvertent passes that did not need to be made. Uh, and then he did miss a touchdown pass. He did cook drop a wide open touchdown pass. Uh, so it, it, mistakes could have cost him the game, but then um, and it's been that way for years. I mean, Josh Allen leads a league in a lot since he's been in. He leads the league in interceptions and touchdowns, uh, which is pretty crazy. And it's the gap between him and interceptions is massive. <laughs> Right. And he's got legs on him, too. I mean, yeah. I think mm. you should think about using his legs a little bit more than just forcing these passes as well, because he's pretty athletic for a guy that big. Yeah, that's a good point. He's he's kind of gotten away from running as much as he did in his first like few years. Uh, I don't know if that was the change from Dayball to Dorsey or if he just has made a decision like that. But, yeah, I agree with you 100 percent. He should he should focus on the wheels a little more sometimes. It's honestly so funny when he runs, though, because he's like so goofy uh, and he's just this massive guy. and He's not exceptionally fast. And like he he puts like a juke move on somebody. And I feel like it's like in Madden when your agility is not maxed out yet and it's at like a 30 but your elusiveness is at like a 75 and you like somehow have this juke move that is so slow, but the guy falls. <laughs> it's like, that's how I feel like it is when Josh Allen is running. It's like everyone announces it's like he's in slow motion and everyone just falls for it. Yeah. Uh, one, one last note that I didn't hit on injuries. Gabe Davis did go down for the bills in the dolphins game. I'm not sure about his injury at this time. I just, I hope that he can play because they, they need everybody. Yeah. I don't necessarily know that it'll matter this week because uh, Khalil Shakir and uh, looked really good last week and uh, so did Sheffield who I had never even heard of honestly but he looked really good that toe tap catch that he had in the end zone was Mm. yeah anyway i'm ready to move to the fourth 430 game yeah let's move let's go this is the team that all of us hate the packers are heading into dallas to face the hated dallas Mm. cowboys um god i really wish the eagles didn't suck so badly that we're gonna have to see dallas football games in dallas now for the playoffs that's very unfortunate for anyone that is not a dallas fan um lj why don't you start us off for this one man what do you think about this game packers and cowboys i think it'll be a good game for sure both both with high octane offenses led by really good qbs jordan love has really come to his own this Mm. year for sure um he you know, in the beginning, we were wondering, oh, what what are the Packers going to do? I mean, they have love. They lost, you know, Rodgers, their franchise QB for so long. Mm-hmm. Everything's up in the air. Let's see what this guy can do. And he's really delivered. I think he's actually kind of overachieved in a little bit, mm-hmm. especially he's, you know, just so young. And I think, you know, learning from Rodgers has helped him out. Although many people think Rodgers wasn't the best teacher as well. But, hey, sometimes you can just learn on the fly as you watch, you know, one of the legends really – just throw it out there. Rogers, but, what's your uh, secret? Ayahuasca. <laughs> but um, other than that, you know, the Packers do have a solid offense. Um, I think their defense has to really just step up against the Cowboys because we know how, mm-hmm. that the Cowboys can and will score in this game. So, I mean, as they say, defense wins championships. We'll see if the Packers can keep the Cowboys at bay. But, you know, the Cowboys are rolling too. So, 
especially one of the playoffs. Now, are you going to make a pick though? That's the oh right. Um, <laughs> I mean, my heart says the Packers, but my head says the Cowboys got this. So you're so you're picking the Cowboys. I'm All picking right. the Cowboys. That's Unfortunately, <laughs> New York. Yeah. Um. No, th- those are good takes, man. Uh, uh. For the Packers, they do have quite a few injuries. Hopefully. All of the receivers are back. Even Dobbs got hurt this past week, oh. which is, it's just getting ridiculous over there. Um, hopefully we can see some of those guys back, but they just keep rolling without them. They're using their tight ends. They're using Love's legs, his arm, anything that they can and will do. And the running game has been great with Joe, Aaron Jones. So that's good. Um, the Cowboys, Stephon Gilmore went down. Uh, hopefully for them, they can get him back in because that's kind of big. But listen, the... Uh, there's another story here in this game as well. Packers uh, old head coach, Mike McCarthy has been coaching for the Cowboys for a while now. He won a Super Bowl with the Packers. He's trying to do that with the Cowboys and he's got to get through his old squad to try to get there. Uh, I freaking hate Mike McCarthy. He's <laughs> like the perfect Cowboys coach. In my opinion, this, the fat. Man, this, the, I was going to say this fat little slob <laughs> that lies about everything. Um, but uh yeah i i i would i'm on the same page as you lj i would like to pick the packers but i just think the cowboys are too talented on defense and with cd lamb probably going to go off again here on offense packers defense has been up and down but for the majority they've been kind of down and the cowboys are going to take advantage of them and i just i don't see how the packers can take this one especially in dallas i I don't see it happening so yeah i'm unfortunately taking the cowboys as well yeah good takes good takes um yeah dallas they've been so good at home they're they're undefeated this season at home and it's pretty wild um they should not be they should have lost to the lions at home but that's a, another another yes. topic but um it should be a good game uh love has been very good i, I think the offense really depends if Jaden reed is healthy and able to suit up uh it seems to flow around him whether he's running the ball whether he's receiving uh like almost every game he plays now gets two touchdowns a game so um, he is the heart and soul of that receiving group at this point. Uh, and you know what? I'm going oh. Packers in this game. Oh, so I'm going to say that Jair Alexander, who has been one of the best coverage corners in the NFL this season, is going to cover CD all day. Uh, he's going to shadow him and he is going to limit him, not shut him down because he can't shut CD down, uh, but he's yeah. going to limit him. Uh, and if you limit CD, you stop the Cowboys offense. Uh, outside of him, there's not much there. Um, other guys do perform. But it's because teams have to give so much attention to CD. Uh, yeah. If they can have Jair Alexander shadow him and be able to slow him down, I think they can win this game. Uh, and yes, the Cowboys have been very good at home. But one thing that they've been more consistent as being one thing you can bet on and rely on is that the Cowboys choke in the playoffs. That's true. That's a fact. I have the that Dak, down. I didn't that say Dak it, chokes in the playoffs. So I'm going to say the Cowboys are going to choke again, especially because McCarthy, after the matchup came out that he was playing the Packers, he said, I don't care that we're playing the Packers. It doesn't matter who we play. We're going to win. And that confidence, that overconfidence, uh, <laughs> I think is going to be the detriment and is going to be the downfall of the Cowboys because they're going to get hit in the mouth and the Packers are going to come away with a W. I hope so, man. Do you, so, you, so you're saying that Brandon Cooks, if C.D. Lamb is is stopped quite a bit. Brandon Cooks won't be able to make any big plays. Not enough to get the win. Uh, it seems the only <laughs> games that it seems Brent he's come on like well late. Um, but it seems that the games that Cooks does do something are the games where the Cowboys put up 45, 50 points. Uh, they're games that they're not necessarily going against a good defense, and teams are double if not triple teaming 
CD Lamb. So he's on a linebacker for coverage. Like, mm. but if you can dish out like a decent coverage corner on Cooks, I think you're fine. Um, at this point in his career, I mean, he's still a good good receiver, but he's not who he was at, uh, a couple of years ago with the Rams, with what well, well, the Saints, um, Texans, right? Texans, but <clears throat> yeah. I think the Packers can put enough pressure on Dak as well. Uh, he seems to be getting the ball out quicker uh, with the West Coast offense there. But again, I have I don't have faith that the Cowboys are going to stay strong in the playoffs. They always choke in the playoffs. And what what makes us think any different? Yeah, true. LJ, I'm interested. Um, Fred and I, I think, are in agreement. The Cowboys are like our most hated team in the league. LJ, what's yours? I'm I'm just interested. Really. Do you I have thought you guys already team? knew this. It's also the Cowboys. For okay, me. that's what I thought. That's what oh, I thought. Oh, for sure. Oh, God. I mean, <laughs> there's just there's just so much history. Even in the last, you know, two decades that I've been following football with you guys as well. It's just that that mutual hate. It really brings a lot of the NFC East uh, teams together, too. Yeah. I mean, we got two Giants fans and an Eagles fan here, and our mutual hate for those Cowboys kind of br- <laughs> bring us a little bit more together, right? Absolutely. Yeah, because every single season, every Cowboys fan is like, this is our year. We're going to win. <laughs> and it's like, what are you talking about? You went, you had two wins last season. How, how is it your year? Oh, we're going to flip it around. First to work or worst to first. And it's like, be realistic here, guys. Come on. Come on. Yeah. I think, um, I think every time a Cowboys yeah. fan says that, an angel just dies. <laughs> So there's a lot of fallen Falls angels from this guy. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of fallen angels. Well, one thing I'm interested in this game, though, if the Cowboys do lose, like Fred is predicting, I, I think they will. They could have a question on their hand about Mike McCarthy. I, I've seen a few articles. like If they don't win this wild card game, is he the right coach for this team? Because they think they have what it takes to make a Super Bowl run, you know? Yeah, their defense is pretty solid. Their offense has taken a huge step, but... Uh, Again, the head coach has to get his team to perform in other ways that they are not. And it seems on the road, the Cowboys aren't performing. Um, And then in big moments, they're not performing. So if they can't perform in the playoffs, which is a team like the Cowboys, a team like the Chiefs, a team like, uh, uh, I don't know. Yes, Eagles. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) A team of those caliber, a team that has that aspiration if you're not performing the playoffs, you're not getting the job done, and your job is always at jeopardy. Yeah. I like him being there, though, because I hate him, and I hate the Cowboys, and I think they're he's a choke artist just like them. Anyway, I think we've talked about the Cowboys enough. Let's move yeah. to Sunday night football. We got the Rams heading into Detroit to face the Lions, and this is like the big storyline. Fred, what is the storyline here? Because I've talked about it already. Yeah. The storyline is... Matt Stafford, baby. Uh, Matt Stafford and Jared Goff. So uh, those who may be new to the NFL scene, uh, Matt Stafford mm-hmm. was traded longtime Lions legend. Uh, the kingmaker in Detroit uh, was traded from the Lions to the Rams and then subsequently won the Super Bowl with the Rams. And his replacement, who was traded from the Rams to the Lions, and Jared Goff is leading the number three seed Lions against the Rams. So it's uh, it's a fun story here. And, uh, and Jared, like this is a great game. Yeah, it is a great game. And Jared Goff, mind you, he fell out in in uh, in L.A. with the Rams. Sean McVay was like basically shit talking him by the end of his uh, his time in L.A. And the Rams fans, he brought him to a Super Bowl, but he just lost all confidence by the end of everything. And, you know, he's brought he's been brought back up in Detroit, Ben Johnson, and and that offense has been helping him out a lot. And he he's kind of got to fight his old demons in this in this one. Uh, 
uh, heading back to see his old team. And I think it's just going to be a really, really good game. The Lions, obviously, they lost Sam Laporta. Unfortunately, he got the what well, he got the hyperextended knee, right? Um, so he's he's probably going to miss this game. Yeah. I would assume he does. That's kind of huge for Detroit. He's a big part of it. He scored a lot of touchdown, broke broke records. So that's big for them. I just I think this is going to be a fantastic game, though. I'm going to be rooting for the Lions. I really want them. They haven't won a playoff game since the early 90s, like over 30 years. And since I, they haven't won a playoff game since I've been alive, for God's sakes. They so, haven't won the division ever. Yeah, this is their like, first. This is their first pennant for the division, uh, which is insane. Um, but the division used they used to be in the NFC Central. So they had, I think, three or four NFC Central uh, division titles. Uh, but once it was moved to once they moved to NFC North, uh, they do not have a title, and they finally got one. Yeah, it's fucking awesome, man. LJ, That's what do you a- think? That's surprising to think with the Lions, too, considering their history with, you know, with Stafford and having Megatron for so many years. Like, they were were such a high-octane offense themselves for the past decade, knowing Mm -hmm. those two were there. They've had Uh, some really good squads, but they just had mm -hmm. to deal with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers for so long and Brett Favre and the Packers and now Jared Love or Jordan Love and the Packers. So, Mm -hmm. fucking Packers getting three franchise quarterbacks all in a row yeah and the bears back in the day were really good too yeah mm-hmm. yeah and you know i think that this is a huge window of opportunity for the lions for sure especially you know with the swap of quarterbacks just like this which is i think yeah like you said fred is probably like the coolest and most intriguing storyline that we have here and you said that too dre um but other than the quarterbacks they do have solid key positions and key players in each position too between the rams and the lions i mean you can they can go toe-to-toe with every position that they have um williams and gibbs and montgomery versus gibbs and montgomery puka and um and cup versus the i really wanted to say this the egyptian god himself Brown. Sun God. Yeah, the Sun God. He's I mean, I love the name, but also the way that he's been playing this year too with um He's also pissed uh, off that he did got a Pro Bowl snub, so uh yeah. he might want to perform here. Yeah, I think yeah, he's he definitely has that, you know, that in the back of his head to say, Hey, I think i can I can beat the rest of those guys on the other side of the of the line as yeah. well. But yeah, Puka's I mean, the one that got in over him, isn't he? I wasn't it right? Yes, wasn't it? It was Puka. But oh, yeah, Puka's Puka. another storyline. Yeah, Puka had more yards and I think more receptions. So um, Mm. he should have made it over, (laughs) honestly. I think Amon Ross St. Brown had two more touchdowns, but I think, yeah, Amon Ross had more. He he had a good amount of touchdowns. He was he was top five, I believe. I don't I, I don't yeah know. yeah. I think you're right. I think you're right. He was nasty. He had a nasty year. But at the end of the day, I I my heart is voting for the Lions, and I think my I think the Lions will pull this one off, and that'd be great for the city and great for the team too. Hell yeah, he's picking the Lions. I love it. <clears throat> yeah, I really. I really want the Lions to win this. Like I said, 30 years plus since they've won a playoff game. And I really want Jared Goff to like just mash a win, a playoff win into Sean McVay's face. Like, oh yeah, you traded for this guy. I mean, they got the Super Bowl, but this year, this is my year, baby. Um, I really want the Lions to win it. But I honestly, I feel like Lions fans are even confused about this one. Like they want to win, obviously, but they love Matt Stafford still too. So I don't think... I don't think they would be super mad if if the Rams even pulled it off. And I really think that this is going to be a close game, but 
I think Matt Stafford is going to have a little extra juice being in a playoff atmosphere back in Detroit with all his Detroit, his old Detroit fans. We're probably going to see some Stafford jerseys in the fan in the in the crowd. And I think he's just going to have that little extra juice and he's going to be like unstoppable in this game. And I'm going to I'm going to say the Rams pull off the upset and it's going to upset me, too, because I really want the Lions to win. Uh, And I think Stafford, he's going to get the fourth quarter win, comeback win, maybe even. And I think he's going to get a standing ovation after getting the win from the the Detroit crowd. I'd be shocked if they booed him, to be honest. Yeah, um, this I mean, we've said it time and time again right here. It's a great matchup. It's a fun matchup in so many ways. I mean, you have two rookie running backs going up against each other for like the best rookie running back in the class, Kyron Williams versus Jameer Gibbs. So um, there's so many different storylines, but I think I've got to go Rams in this. I want the Lions to win. If Laporta was there, I think it would be more Lions for me. But missing Laporta, missing a guy that is borderline a thousand yard receiver in his rookie year is huge. It's massive. He's a mismatch nightmare uh, as a tight end. And uh, now essentially as a target, they just have Amon Ross and Brown now. Uh, They don't have the two headed monster there. The running back game is obviously still strong with Gibbs and Montgomery, but the Rams are no slouch against the run. They're top 10 against the run. So uh, it, it probably will be tough sledding there. And I don't think both run games are going to be too effective. Kyron Williams might have a tough time against the number two run defense there in Detroit. So uh, it's going to come down to the receiving game and the lions do not have a good pass defense. So I'm going to say that Stafford is going to light them up with Cooper and Puka. Yeah. I, I imagine both of them will, will go off a little bit. So I agree with you there. I just, I just kind of really hope the lions win. I'm going to be so sad, but I mean, I like yeah. the Rams too. So I don't I'd, know. I'd like to see either team win this game. This is one where like, I'm not upset with either outcome. I would love to see the lions win. Cause I do desperately want to see, I want to see the lions play the Cowboys again. Yeah. And I don't, I don't as long as the Cowboys lose, I'm happy, but I don't care who <laughs> beats them. Uh, I just wanted the Lions show that they are the better team. It's just without Laporta, likely for the entire playoffs, I don't see it happening. Yeah. yeah. The the backup tight end is James Mitchell. I, I've never heard of that man, so no. I don't imagine no, no, no. he <laughs> don't imagine he will be able to put up Sam Laporta no. numbers. Laporta um, had one of the best rookie tight end seasons ever, so uh, I don't think he's going to yeah. replicate the production that he was able to give. Yeah, we may we could if if uh, the Cowboys win, we couldn't we could see the Eagles and Cowboys in a matchup. That could be that I would be maybe happy. <laughs> I'd be happy to see that one of the teams I don't like knocking the other one out. Speaking of the Eagles, let's move though to Monday night football. Why do we have Monday night playoff games? I do Damn. not, <laughs> but this one Eagles heading into Tampa Bay because they couldn't keep the second seed to face the Buccaneers who barely, barely eked out yeah. a win over a terrible Panthers team to make the playoffs. Both of these teams have been just disappointing in the past couple well the bucks actually a couple weeks ago didn't look bad but last week both teams were horribly disappointing eagles lost to the giants and the buccaneers barely beat the worst team in football i don't know <laughs> yeah i don't know yeah i assume you're gonna eagles throw it to me first because it's my team yeah uh, so if you didn't realize you probably don't know what this place is behind me but this is the xfinity center this may or may not be where i'm watching the game this weekend i have no idea um but 
the Xfinity Center is one of the weirdest places that I've ever been in my life, uh, but it is a lot of fun, and uh, it's pretty crazy. But um, yeah, there's a food court. There's, like, seven bars. There's a VIP section mm. that overlooks everybody like you're the fucking king. Uh, Are you going to be in the VIP section? No. Uh, there's go-go oh, dancers. We haven't made it yet. Uh, mechanical no, I just bowl. sneak in. Like, yeah, 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 yeah sneak in, uh, dude. It's an interesting and wild place, but uh, it's fun. Um but I don't even know what to think of this. Like, dude, tell them that you have a podcast. They'll let you in. That yeah. mustache is enough, friend. I have an NFL podcast. Uh, <laughs> if you can't tell like, by my look mustache, I'm very important. So, yeah, kind uh, of the guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Eagles had a big but, injury in the last game too, didn't they? This week, quite a few yeah, actually. Quite a few. Um, so AJ Brown. Hurt his knee. Uh, we don't know what it is at this point yet, but he did walk off uh, on his own, so that that is a good sign. Yeah. Um, Jalen Hurts uh, dislocated his uh, his middle finger, which was pretty gross looking because from the knuckle uh, from the knuckle up, it was completely horizontal. Uh, so it was that on was his fun. throwing hand too, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. And then they yeah. continued to play him. They just taped his his fingers together and continued to play him. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, Sirianni? <laughs> we don't need this game to be in the playoffs. Yeah, I think it was Ocarica's not going to lose to the Commanders. Why are you playing him and just making it worse? Um, and then the third injury, which is a serious injury, was uh, Sidney Brown, who is a fifth-round rookie safety that they got out of Illinois. He was a hard-hitting, Lito Shepard type. Uh, the, He's uh, the one that returned the kickoff, the, the yeah, young Yeah, he tore his ACL. Yikes. Yeah, so uh, a lot of injuries in that game. Uh, what about Devontae Smith? Wasn't he hurt he before? He sat out. Yeah, he yeah. sat out. With an ankle. Um, he should he should be ready for the playoffs. They mm-hmm. sat a lot of starters, um, particularly on offense. Uh, they sat DeAndre Swift. Uh, they sat Fletcher Cox, but a lot of the older guys kind of sat. And the ones they didn't um, see got hurt. Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So it, it goes to tell you, sit your starters week eighteen if you can. Like, yeah, so many injuries. Bills had injuries. Laporta potentially ruining the Lions playoff hope. Like TJ, like, TJ Watt. Yeah. Like they couldn't, they couldn't starters if you can. So. They had they they could have potentially not made the playoffs if they didn't win. So, um, yeah. but like the Lions and the Eagles, they knew really where they were in the standings, and they were just hoping for other teams to lose. So at that point, like it's luck if you make it if you improve your standing. Just sit your starters. Yeah, the Eagles will probably be missing Sidney Brown for the start of next year now. Yep, yep, yeah. It's tough. I like him. That's tough. I like him. I like him a lot. He's a fun guy. He lays the hammer. But what do I think about the game? Yeah, so this is a tough game. Uh, the Buccaneers have a very good passing offense. The Eagles have a very bad pass defense. Uh, the Eagles have a very bad defense. Uh, their defense is fucking terrible. Uh, it's so I mean, weird. They were they good started last year, so that's weird. But Yeah. Uh, and honestly, this year, they're, top, they're the only team in the NFL that is top 10 in uh, four different categories. I think it was uh, win rate on pass rush, win rate on run defense, win rate on quarterback pressures and then one other step but they're the only team that was top 10 and the only team that was top five but somehow they're not equating it to stops so they're able to get to a quarterback in the backfield but not get a sack they're able to get to a running back in the backfield but not stop them in the backfield so it comes down to tackling in that aspect but um i don't know it, it's tough to say i don't have a ton of faith and a ton of confidence in them right now but I can't not go the Eagles. I'm going to go with the Eagles yep. in this game because they're my team. I'm not going to say they're in the playoffs and they're going to lose. So uh, we did go into the into Tampa Bay earlier this season and beat the Bucks pretty handedly. So I'm going to go Eagles. I'm going to say that they're going to turn around, hopefully, in the playoffs and uh, get to secure the W. Yeah. Uh, LJ, what do you think, man? I'm going to have to agree with Fred, too. As much as, you know, I hate the Cowboys. I dislike the Eagles, but... 
Eagles fans are definitely more tolerable. Um, between Thanks, the two I teams, that. everyone always says the Eagles fans are the worst fans in the NFL, and uh, I'm like, hey, it's just a passionate fan base. Okay. Well, the uh, thing is, I've never been to Philly, and I've never worn a jersey in Philly, and I don't think I would ever go to a Philly game with a Giants jersey. On. No, 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 that's something you, you know, don't want to do. That's uh, a whole different story. There, I'm doing but... it next year, baby. Let's go. Man, <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. I might as well be Eagles jersey and just watch over Dre because I don't know if he's going to come out of there yeah. a lot. LJ, you want to go with us? We're planning on going to a Philly Giants game next year, hopefully. Oh, I'm down. Hell yeah. Hell Let's yeah. But I, I still might still wear uh, an Eagles jersey. Square Bills jersey. <laughs> then I get Neutral. heckled probably a little bit more. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but between those these two teams, yeah, they, they haven't been performing as well lately as they have been throughout the whole season. Um, going back to what I said about love with the Packers, it looks like Baker's kind of becoming on become become a good quarterback for himself this past year. Um, and he has, you know, two really good wide receivers, Evans and Godwin. They've been doing really well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it really just depends on this Philadelphia Eagles defense and these injuries too. Can they stop it? Can they stop the pass? Um, they can they stop these two really good wide receivers? Um, but at this point, with with I think the Eagles are, are gonna kind of recuperate on everything. Hopefully this week will kind of help them out with the injuries and such. But otherwise, yeah, I'm picking the Eagles on this one too. Yeah, that yeah, makes a lot of it's sense. Pretty- pretty interesting going into this game because uh i mean nick sirianni's done obviously really good things for the eagles he's got them three playoff appearances in a row two 10 win seasons in a row and but the chatter in philadelphia is that he could be on the hot seat with how they finish the season and then how this game goes so um that kind of just makes me think that like the team the players do like him uh the players do like playing for him so they might get a little bit more amped to at least not be humiliated in the playoffs so um, I mean, that's at least my hope. That's what I'm hearing from like the veterans, like Cox, AJ Brown, uh, Brandon Graham, Jalen Hurts. They're all they're all vouching for Sirianni and saying like, no, we're, we're going to fight for him. We just have to prove that uh, we still got it in us. We got the dog in us. And Philly does like the underdog mentality. So true. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they're underdogs in this game, though. To be honest, with the Buccaneers, um, I think <laughs> this is like the one team that they really wanted to play. <laughs> in the playoffs they're the only team that's like kind of unproven they they've had good games but like they barely made the playoffs you know um and last week they looked bad but they do have two thousand yard receivers like lj said mike evans and godwin have both gone over a thousand baker loves to throw to both of them mike evans probably a hall of famer in waiting godwin quick fast and get past you and the only thing like baker mayfield he better wake up feeling dangerous before this game because I really don't think, even though the Eagles have played poorly for like a, a month and a half, I don't think they're going to wake up and just give this game to Tampa. Yeah. They're going to be playing hard. They're going to be playing for their coach, for their paychecks, for this. They want to go back to the Super Bowl, and I think they're going to be playing for it. But listen, I've been talking up Baker Mayfield all year. I've been riding with him. I don't like the Eagles. I've been picking against them in in some sometimes uh, even in a <laughs> bad idea. It, they've given me a lot of losses on the year, but I don't care. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go with the Buccaneers, probably the underdog in this game, probably picking an upset here, even though it's in Tampa. And I think it's going to be a tough, aggressive battle that leaves whichever team wins bloody and bruised and probably in bad shape for the divisional round. And uh, I'm honestly a little nervous. This could be a snooze fest, but yeah, I'm going with the Bucs and I'm saying Mike Evans wakes up 
and is just turns into a monster in this one. Buccaneers, baby. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know what's going on with Jalen Hurts. Um, he comes into the games now and he just looks kind of lifeless there at, at quarterback. He's just like scanning over the field. There's no emotion on his face. He throws an interception. He's just like just chilling there. Um, <laughs> but when they were when they were ten and one, when they were winning, that dude was like grinding out. That dude was. Uh, amped he was flexing on people and he was fun to watch uh you need that guy to up and get his team in maybe he like got to like 10 and 1 and was like well we're gonna make the playoffs so who really cares about the regular season anymore and he's just been like going through the motions but now playoff time's coming and he's like oh this is a do or die time baby maybe he'll be back yeah you know these are two uh... these are two teams that um you don't want to enter the playoffs in the way that they experienced those games yesterday. So both of them really do have to wake up. I mean, the Eagles, I mean, and the Buccaneers, they faced two lowly teams. The Bucs barely scratched a win on there. The Eagles were just falling apart. And God bless those New York Giants, but they can't even lose. (laughs) Yeah, same with the Cardinals, right? Cardinals beat the Eagles and they had three wins on the season. They were in game for a top five pick and uh, here they are. Uh, not in line for top five pick. So yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's very interesting. And it's, uh, but honestly, the Eagles, um, Eagles could have secured the home home field advantage with those two wins. Uh, But hey, we would have played the Packers instead of the, uh, instead of the Bucks. And I think I'd rather play the Bucks. So yeah. Facts. Well, that wraps up all the wild card games. We had a couple games where we picked differently. We were kind of on the same page for most of it, though. Here, same idea for like everything. Uh, do you guys, you guys got anything? LJ, good. But LJ, do you wanna? This has been fun. Yeah, it has been. It has been. I'm, I was happy to get you on here, man. Uh, I haven't talked to you in a while, like in person no. either. So <laughs> it's been way uh, too long, guys. Yeah. Luckily, I stopped right I saw, yesterday. I saw you grinding out the gym, but. That's another wrap on another episode. Uh, the best way to support our show is to leave a rating or review on all platforms you listen on. And of course, by liking the show, make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast, subscribe on YouTube, listen and subscribe, uh, follow on social media at flea flicker show. Thank you. Flea flicker nation. Once again, for tuning in uh, and stay tuned for more info, more, more drops, merchandise, and a new jingle jangle. So uh, signing off. Peace. Go Giants.